how to start. Well, you know, it's just writing. I mean, here's something important to remember about dialogue. Every word matters. No, it doesn't. They're modern. I want to go to this place that I think it needs to go to. The only thing that counts is what you see on the screen. I will write like four or five, six hours a day. And it will be a voice made of ink and rage. Okay, I'm, re I'm really glad you asked me that question. Welcome to Creative Principles. I'm your host, Brock Swinson. In this podcast interview series, I'll be speaking with writers, directors, actors, musicians, chefs, and various other types of creatives as we bridge the gap between creativity and productivity. Here we'll be discussing the habits, routines, and lessons that help promote a successful creative life. If this is your first time listening, make sure to subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes. Make sure to also check out Freelancer Class, where you can learn how to become a freelancer full-time or part-time. The online course will teach you how to make money online as a writer, marketer, designer, virtual assistant, accountant, or salesperson. Stay tuned after the show to learn how to get access for free to this $99 valued freelancer course, along with some other free items on our website, creativeprinciples.live. After his marriage fails, a man who spent his 20s seducing older women discovers he's no longer the prize he used to be. Forced to move in with his estranged sister, he finally learns about life and family. The comedy How to Be a Latin Lover is packed with an all-star cast of comedians. Chris Fain and John Zack co-wrote the film, which was directed by actor-comedian Ken Marino. We got the chance to speak with the screenwriters about the influence of farce, how to ground jokes for an audience, and how to tell the story through the jokes. In addition to this audio format, the print version of this conversation is available on creativescreenwriting.com. This is John, and uh, we had a public access uh, guest comedy show together in New York in the 90s. That's how we first met and started writing together. This is Chris. That is true. <laughs> uh, what were some of the inspirations back then? Who did you look up to or what types of comedy did you enjoy? I guess I think back then we were more interested in doing kind of like gags, like sketches, you know, you know, so having watched, you know, growing up watching Monty Python and uh, Saturday Night Live and gearing yeah, and they, yeah airplane movies, Ducker Brothers, the airplane movies, uh, Naked Gun, kind of just like, uh, you know, uh, filmed jokes, you know, not, not, not like extended, uh, storytelling to, you know, by any means. Yeah. A lot of the first, like, you know, National Lampoon's movies like Animal House almost seem like just a series of sketches put together. How do you kind of, when you're writing something like that, cause you guys write forest comedies, how do you develop the story and, and also get the, the great comedy in there as well? Well, it's always got to have that three-act structure. Um, I don't think there's any other way to do that. And uh, and hopefully it has some heart, too. And then um, try to make the jokes come out of the story so they're not just sitting there with no purpose. Um, try to tell the story through jokes. Uh, try, to, try to have a character that's um, flawed in a funny way that, that uh, you, you can keep drawing upon um for for jokes and um yeah just try to keep it uh part of the story i guess 
Do you, do you ever like ground a comedy in a drama fashion? I remember when Out Cold came out, there was some comparison to Casablanca, at least the at least the one scene. But do you find some grounding like that to help make the sketches work into a full feature? Yeah, we always steal from like from dramas for sure. Like look at other movies. Um, yeah, I think a comedy is really like a good comedy is just a drama, a successful drama dramatic structure with a, sto- a dramatic story that's just funny. So you kind of start with a drama and then make it funny. Yeah, and if it's too wacky or out there, the audience can't relate and the audience won't care about what's going on with the characters in the, in the story. Were there any examples, uh, perhaps when you were outlining, that you know, ended up being too out there that you kind of cut for the, for the final version? Yeah, like the whole third act was, it was, it was originally, uh, when we first pitched it to them, it was an R-rated two-hander with um, just Rob Lowe and Eugenio's characters. And uh, when Eugenio came on board, um, he, uh, you know, we, we tailored it for him and his audience. And, you know, they, they want a lot of art and, and emotion. Um, and uh, that's when we started uh, turning it more into a family-type comedy, and we, we added the the character of the nephew and um and that became very much the engine of it so yeah we had him go down to some pretty dark uh places in the third act when uh um kind of like dark kind of um there was like a eyes wide shut type sex party with old people (laughs) and and, uh yeah i'm really glad that we met Eugenio and and (laughs) Kirk just had to do that yeah, he definitely, Eugenio definitely led us towards the light. And I think everyone and everything benefited because of that. Yeah, because the movie's really sweet, too. I think that's what sets it apart now. And that was all his his doing. And Ken, the director, who uh, did a great job with it, too. But you know, Eugenio had, had that vision for the movie that it was like, that it was going to be funny and broad, but also sweet. And this was uh, Ken Marino's directorial debut. Did you guys get to work with him some on set or, or with writing the script? Yeah, we did. We worked closely with Ken, and uh, I've known Ken for a long time. He's a good friend, and so uh, it was great to be able to work with him. And, uh, you know, he took it super seriously. It was his first uh, feature, and um, he brought so much to it, just his specific sense of humor and uh, and and a lot of that cast, they were friends of his that he called up. So that was that was pretty amazing, like watching him put that cast together. With so many comedians on set, are there also some improv involved in a movie like this? Yeah, there was a lot for sure. Um, the Robs were they did a lot of improving. Well, there's a lot of Robs. Rob Rob yeah, Riggle, Rob yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did a lot of improving, and Ken would throw out stuff, and um, Eugenio would throw out stuff. But they they get down what was on the page, and then. Um, basically improv everything after that what were some of the um, like drama films that you kind of led to this film like what inspired you cinematically to write this film chris do you remember what we were looking at i don't i mean the because yeah the interpersonal aspects obviously and the the family dynamic is what oh i remember about sorry about a boy early on yeah um that relationship of like, you know, the, the overgrown man child who hasn't grown up yet. And, you know, who's 
facing some faced with some responsibility and how does he adjust to that? That was that was when we looked at early on about a boy for sure. Oh, oh I remember now. Uh, you can count on me, which is another oh, yeah. Uh, definitely yeah. yeah. You know, very similar setup again. I mean, that one he's literally an uncle um, who who comes in out of the blue and knocks on the door and shows up. So um, yeah, that movie too, and and particularly how it was it was. Uh, pretty funny throughout, even though it was, um, you know, serious subject matter. And, um, yeah, that one. What is your writing partnership like? Like, what are some of the logistics? Do you kind of pass the script back and forth? Are you in the same room together? I think we, we really are partners in the truest sense. We, you know, sit right next to each other in our office and just all the steps we are, you know, we do in lockstep, uh, brainstorming and, outlining and you know script script writing i mean it's not a early on in our partnership we would outline it together and then go off and write themes together and then uh stitch it together stitch those themes together but uh, we realized it was more efficient and more productive and creative if we kind of were just in that uh in the same space so nine to four every day or ten to four every day or ten thirty to four every day and uh <laughs> Chris comes over to my house, and we have an office there. What else has possibly changed about the way you guys work together over the years as you've developed and, and went from, ske- like, sketches to full feature films? Um, well, there was a long break in between there. We've pretty much only been writing features. Well, we, we, we had that, the, the sketch comedy show, if you could call it that, and then we went our separate ways and kind of rejoined over features. So, um, yeah, it's always been movies pretty much. And uh, wading into television a little bit, trying to trying to get into that world. What kind of qualifies a scene or a joke? Um, like when you're writing it and, and deciding like how funny it is or what can make it better. How do you guys kind of talk that out and, and make it the best possible joke or, or scene you can make it? That's a good question. Um, well, I think we're definitely each other's uh, market research groups. If 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 uh, I think of something that I think is funny and John doesn't think it's funny at all. It's kind of, a, it's, and it's a dead issue, vice versa. I think we trust each other's sensibility. And I think, you know, sometimes we will add to it, but other times realize that, it, that we can't build a scene around it. And maybe it's just a throwaway line. I think we just can kind of gauge based on how we react to it, how, you know, what import it has in, in a scene. Yeah, we never argue. If, you know, you can't really argue it to someone that something's funny. So, you know, if, if the other person doesn't laugh, we kind of move on. And, um, tr- and uh, you know, I think good jokes in a movie like this should have a visual component, you know, instead of just being... There can be really funny dialogue scenes of just two people that are talking, but, if, you know, unless it's not super, super hilarious, whatever they're saying, then it could be kind of a boring scene. So just try to make sure that it has a visual component to it. And then... Um, we also try to go back and look at jokes and, and see if we can add to them like the Zookers always did, you know, or the classic one it would be like in something about Mary where, um, where, you know, he, it's, he answers the door and it's, it's dangling from his ear. And then you think that's the joke. And then like they twist it to the next level. So th- those are always like an opportunity to look at. Cause sometimes if you write a good joke, you think like, okay, that's settled. Let's look at the rest of the, of the holes on the page, but, but maybe you could even make the, a good joke great by like adding another step to it. So try to do that. What was the initial spark or idea for this film? What made you kind of want to tell this story about a Latin lover? 
Um, there was a picture of uh, Anna Nicole Smith and uh, that her, her 85-year-old husband. I think it was during when she was fighting with their um, with his kids over his inheritance, which he'd given to her, like, in court. And um, we were just kind of laughing. Well, I mean, it's kind of tragic to her story. But, uh, but, but just the idea that uh, – and every, everything's, like, gender-flipped right now in Hollywood. Like, they're just, you know, taking old stories and gender-flipping them. So we, we just thought, like, oh, why don't we gender-flip gender something that's usually, you know, that, like, you know, the female gold digger and make a male gold digger. Just gender-flip her story. And, um, and, uh, we thought that was pretty funny and, you know, that that's, that's a character that you could laugh at. And yeah, so I think that was the origin of it, that, um, that photo. What was the time frame like to write this script? And do you guys usually work on more than one thing at one time or do you focus solely on a single project? Depends. We've worked on, on multiple things at the same time. Obviously, ideally, we like to be able to focus in on one thing. And, you know, so we're, so we're even thinking about it when we're not working. Um, but I guess how long we say, John, was the process in terms of, I mean, we, we, what we like to do is outline, just come up with really specific outlines that, that have all the details of the scenes and then from there go on and, and write the script itself. So it's all, it's the delineation between outline and script you know, isn't kind of really there. It's got to be, you know, we count the outlining process as a huge part of the script writing process. Yeah, it took about a year, I think, or a little under a year, maybe. We did, uh, yeah, a lot of outlines with those guys and um, and a lot of drafts, too. Um, but it was, but a year isn't even that long to get a movie made, so. Do you guys have any future projects you can talk about? Um, hopefully sequel to Latin Lover. <laughs> uh, we're starting to talk to him about that, so we'll see. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. Before you leave, don't forget to sign up for the weekly newsletter. We also get free access to the freelancer course, Master the Freelancer Mindset. This system will teach you exactly how to find clients online, which includes step one, the psychology of the mindset, step two, how to create a killer profile, and step three, how to find quality clients. This online course is valued at $99. It can be yours for free. In addition to the free course, you'll get access to the ebook How Hollywood Screenwriters Annihilate Writer's Block. This contains advice from Aaron Sorkin, Carrie Fukunaga, and William Monahan. You can find all of this and more on creativeprinciples.live. Visit the website for new interviews, articles, and the daily blog. That's creativeprinciples.live.